Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Bernadette Harris. She is a tax and forensic accountant. She's a number one best-selling author. She's actually written four books. She's a keynote speaker, a QuickBooks trainer who helps her clients set their businesses upright and helps them, very importantly, protect their businesses from fraud. And today she's going to be on our show to talk with us about the four ways to build your business like a boss. Yeah, that's right, boss, B-O-S-S. We all want to do that, don't we? So we're here to hear from Bernadette, and she's going to give us all those tips. Welcome to the show today, Bernadette. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm excited. I mean, one of the there's two things that I always hear from business owners that they need help with. One is sales. Can you help me find a good salesperson? And the second one, and not that it's not as important, but those these are the two. The second one is always about the finances. Um, most yeah. business owners are not financial people, so they like doing what they do, but they need somebody like you to keep them on the the right path when it comes to finances. So. Along those lines, you've worked with lots of businesses. How did you get into helping businesses do this sort of thing? So I was, I've been an entrepreneur now since I think I started my first business in 1998, and I just dated myself. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> when I started my first business in 1998, and even having a – it wasn't an accounting field. It was in a different field. And But I was interacting with other business owners and realizing that a lot of them, like you said, didn't know, they didn't have a clue on that whole financial piece. You know, they didn't know what to deduct. They didn't know how to keep track of their records and things like that. And um, that kind of, uh, there was an evolution, of course, but it led me into doing what I, what I do now. Um, and I enjoy teaching, Kelly. So, um that part of my business is really is is natural for me. Mhm, mhm. And you like interacting with other people and and helping them. Now, talk to us about these four business tips. Uh, I know we're going to go through them all, and you're going to tell people how to get a copy of your book. But what led you to these four tips? How'd you come up with them? So I've been in business. My current business, by the book accounting, uh, we're celebrating. Um, we started in 2001. Um, so at the time of this this um, podcast, that's 16 years. And in those 16 years, I've made a lot of mistakes, and I've seen a lot of mistakes from my clients. And so that's kind of the good thing about my book. My book is like a culmination of those mistakes, and it's like, hey, don't do this. Um, so it's almost like a cheat sheet or a shortcut to getting it done. So these are some of the things that I've, I've noticed in my own business and things that I've noticed in the businesses of other people that have helped to build a sustainable business. I mean, everybody wants to go into business, um, but the key is being able to stay in business. Right. Yeah. And so these four tips aren't just something that you, okay, I got my accounting degree and these four things seemed important. These are real world 
practical pieces of advice, <clears throat> excuse me, that have been culled from many years of working with businesses and seeing what's happening in their businesses and the challenges that these owners have. Well, what? Okay, so BOSS, what is that an acronym for? So, let, so BOSS, we'll break it down. So the first letter in BOSS is B, and these are actually tips. These are business tips. They're not necessarily accounting tips, mm-hmm. um, but they definitely help your bottom line. So the B in BOSS stands for be consistent. And when I say be consistent, I'm saying that you have to constantly do the things that you do to get clients. It's kind of like when you're in a relationship. So you've heard people say that, oh, when we were dating, he was so sweet, and then we got married and he stopped doing what he was doing when we were dating. And (laughs) you've heard that, right? Yes. (laughs) And the same thing happens in your business. The same stuff that you have to do to get clients is the same stuff that you have to do to continue to keep those clients. And not only that, you have to be consistently promoting your business because the people who are going to buy from you, they're not going to buy from you just because you're ready to sell to them. They're going to buy from you when they're ready to buy from you. So, Uh, you need to always be selling. You know, we've all heard that in any sales training that you've ever gone to, but you really have to be consistent in in what you do because people don't buy from you when you're ready to sell. They buy from you when they're ready to buy. Um, Very good advice, yeah. And sometimes I think uh, business owners can get complacent. Oh, you know, I, I worked so hard and got to this point, and I'm here. And you kind of let your guard down a little bit and think you can take a bit of a breather, take your foot off the uh, accelerator just a bit. Not true. No, not at all. Not at all. And I think that sometimes the consistency piece is a little hard for people because they get tired, you know, and they, they're expecting immediate results. We live in a microwave society, and we just think that, it's just going to happen. If I put it out there, if I do the ads, if I post on Facebook all day long, that the people are going to come and they're going to buy from me. And that's not the case. Kelly, I've had people whom I met five or six years ago who just, they just raised their hand like two weeks ago and said, okay, I'm ready to do business with you. But the good right. thing is I'm my message is still the same. It's still consistent. And so the message that they've been hearing over and over and over again has finally clicked to them and said, hey, I want to hire Bernadette. That's right. And sometimes, you know, we're we're in the publishing business and so advertising and promotion rules. And uh, sometimes I find myself telling people about the time you are so sick of hearing your own message is about the time that other people are just now starting to hear it. <laughs> so so uh, keep yeah. going with it. Yeah. Yeah, that is absolutely true. I had this to happen. This is this is funny. So I was I did a book tour last year when I launched my uh, book number three, and um, I was promoting it to death. And just like you said, I was getting sick of my post. You know, like I'm promoting it like crazy. And the book tour was over, and someone commented on the on it, and she said, "You did a book tour." <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy? But but we get we get messages. We're bombarded from so many areas that. The message doesn't get through the first time, not sometimes not even the tenth time. So you have exactly. to continue to be consistent. That's just great advice to reinforce that. Yeah. So, so the that's O. The so let's talk about the O. The O yeah. involved stands for offer solutions. Offer solutions. Businesses that succeed are the businesses that solve problems. 
if you don't solve a problem, and it needs to be a problem that people are willing to pay for a solution. You know, like one of my, I have some problems. Like I don't like to make my bed, but I'm not going to pay someone to make my bed. I just suck it up and I make my own bed. But <laughs> there are problems, you know. So, but there are problems that I have that I am willing to pay for a solution. Like I will pay someone to come clean these bathrooms. Like I really hate that, you know. And so in your business, you have to figure out what solutions will you provide to your potential clients because um, having a business that is cute and something that is fun and something that you like, it's not going to make any money if it's not solving a problem. Right, absolutely true. And, uh, you know, I, I hear from all these business owners that have, or, or would-be business owners, let's put it that way, that are really intrigued with their ideas and they want to go to market with it. But have you talked to anybody about whether they'd pay for that? It's, exactly. it's great to have an idea, but it's that's all it is if you don't act on it and nobody's willing to pay for it. So so right. great advice there. Yeah, you cannot fall in love with your own press. You need that's some true. market research. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Absolutely. let's talk about the, the third letter in BOSS is an S. And this S stands for serving others. And it is very important in our businesses that we show up to serve other people. A lot of people are always thinking about themselves. They're always thinking about what they can get out of a situation. And never do they consider how they can serve someone else. And I'm a Christian, but this doesn't matter. You don't have to be a Christian to believe this, but I just believe that we can never outgive. Like we can Mm. never give too much. And I'm not saying give away your services. God knows I'm an accountant. I will forbid that. And I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that we have to have a mindset, a mentality to show up to serve others because when we serve others, when we give to others, it's always giving back. And what we receive back is always greater than we've ever given. And that's been my experience. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Oh, all the time, all the time. And I hear that from others as well. And, you know, any time that I serve on a board or that I offer or volunteer, it's just amazing when you go into it with the attitude of giving or uh, being a servant leader that what what you gain in return. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, some people try to serve to get something. It's like, oh, I'm going to be on this board so I can get such and such. And and that, you know, you kind of have the wrong attitude about it when you go about it that way. But when you really show up in a capacity to serve others, that is when you are, um, you'll get blessed. Then that's when your business grows because people see you in a different way and they don't see you as always trying to get, but they also see you giving. Um, right. And so the way that you serve, the way you show up to serve, everybody's way is going to be different. But I just challenge business owners to have a mindset to serve in you know, some if, capacity. Yeah. If we, yeah, if we could stay on that for just a minute there, because one of the things that I hear sometimes from business owners is, I really want to give back in some way, but I am. So busy building my business uh, with the, you know the time that it takes me. I'm, I'm there at six thirty in the morning. I'm not leaving until eight o'clock at night, and uh, you know I my funds are stretched thin. 
how, how do how do you respond to a business owner like that who's you know in terms of time and treasure they they want to serve but they're strapped how would you respond to them i think that sometimes when we're stretched like that that's the perfect opportunity to give and and i found this to be true i'm getting goosebumps like as just as i'm speaking but Sometimes when we give out of our lack, that's usually when we are um, the most beneficial. Like, if you don't have anything and you give from nothing, like, and I'm not saying that you, you, you know, that you have to uh, show up broken down with a little sleep and, you know, hadn't eaten and anything like that, but <laughs> those are the perfect opportunities to kind of step back. You know, I've had those. I've been there. I, I, I've been in business for a long, long time, and I am and I'm a super overachiever. I do the most in everything, and so I know. But there are times in my business where I have to step away from my business and do something for someone else. Like mm-hmm. just in, in next weekend, I'm speaking at for a nonprofit. Last weekend, I spoke for a nonprofit organization. Next weekend, I'm speaking for a nonprofit. It's I don't need anything else to do, but to be able to show up or a nonprofit organization, and it took a lot of my time. But the reaction, the response for people to say, oh, my gosh, you encouraged me. I never thought about that. I learned something new or whatever. That kind of stuff is kind of like the wind beneath your wings. It gives you the energy to kind of keep pushing in your business. And I found that when I do those things, when I show up to serve other people in different capacities, that's when the business starts rolling in, people start sending referrals, you know, and it just it just kind of happens. I just think sure. it's, it's a universal law somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Very true. So we have a second S. So the last S in BOSS stands for Seek Assistance. And we live in a society where everybody is DIY. We want to do everything ourselves. We have the Internet, and the Internet has made us all super smart, and we know how to. We can just Google something and go to YouTube and figure it out. Like I did. I fixed something on my car one time by looking at a YouTube video. I'm not kidding. Like, and I am not <laughs> You are so brave. <laughs> <laughs> but it was something really small. It was like a light bulb or something like that. It was, God, no, I would not know. I can bear. I don't even know. Uh, I'm not. I don't even know how to put oil. I mean, air in the tire. So. But it was just something really, really small. But the problem is that in our businesses, when we spend a lot of time trying to do and be everything in our business, we can't focus our energy in the areas that we serve the best. See, there are some things in your business that you just don't need to do. And you mentioned it at the beginning of the show, Kelly. You said a lot of entrepreneurs don't have the finance background. They don't have the sales background. And there's just something. Now, I don't say, I don't believe that you should totally turn over the finance, nor do I believe you should totally turn over the sales. But I think that in both of those situations, they require you to seek assistance from someone who can help you. So maybe an accountant who can help you set up a system that will be easier for you. Maybe a sales coach that can help you change your languaging or, um, or, or your message or whatever to, you know, help you with your sales. I think that business owners just have to get out of the DIY mentality for everything. Sure. Well, and because of that tendency, whether it's uh, because 
there's just an unwillingness to delegate. This is my baby. Nobody can do it as well as me, whether it's mm-hmm. that mentality or whether it's, uh, you know, the lack of funds to be able to go out and hire those people. That's what gets um, business owners a lot of times into what I was describing earlier. You know, I'm in the office at 6.30. I'm not home till 8 o'clock. Then you're burnt out. You're not doing anybody any good. And you do need to seek that assistance. And sometimes it's, it's not costly in the long run. You're hurting your business more sometimes as painful exactly. as it might be to write that check. Uh, if you can just stick it out, that's going to come back uh, in, in dividends. It'll pay big dividends when uh, you hire somebody who knows what they're doing and frees you up to do what you're best at. Exactly. I've learned that. That's one, and, and these are all things that I've learned the hard way, by the way. Um, <laughs> but um, one thing about seeking assistance is I learned this one pretty quickly, is that I realized, there are certain things in my business that I rock at. Like I can't, nobody can do it better kind of thing. And then there are some things in my business that I suck at. Like anybody <laughs> can do it better. <laughs> and so I think that business owners just really, they really have to look in that mirror, be honest with themselves, and acknowledge the things that you suck at, and then get somebody else to do it. Because when I do the things that I suck at, it takes me longer to do it, and then when I get finished, it still sucks. You know, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So, you know, the other thing that uh, I think it's important to remind people: we talk about maybe not having the money to hire the person. There are in most cities. I know here in Kansas City, certainly there are many business assistants organizations, business resource organizations that have either free or very nominally priced training classes to help get you pointed in the right direction, you know, for $25 for an hour and a half workshop or something, you can at least get a basis and you can get introduced to other professionals too, like yourself, who can then take you the rest of the way. So don't overlook those too, uh, you know, your your SBA courses, your score, your women's business center, yeah. places like that that can help too. Yeah. Those are those are definitely great resources for those who are um, you know, just getting started in business. Mm-hmm. And then there are some who are, are probably more seasoned in business and they have the budget to hire coaches and professionals and things yes. like that. And, you know, Kelly, one of the things that I've realized in my business and of course I'm a numbers person and I analyze this stuff, so of course I see it, but there's a direct correlation between the money that I spend in professional development, whether it's training courses, coaches, things like that, there's a direct correlation between that number and my income. Yes, I would agree. Very true. It's always an investment. Those dividends always come back. Uh, Sometimes it's not immediate, but, you know, like you say, we expect that because of the kind of society we live in. But if you if you wait it out long term, there are great investments. So very good advice. As we wrap up here today, tell us how we can get a hold of your books. How can we put our hands on some copies? Okay, so the book is Business Blueprint 2.0. And for your listeners, you can actually download a free chapter of the book. Um, if uh-huh. you go to Trust Bernadette, and backslash blueprint dash chapter, you can get a free chapter of the book after you read that free chapter. And I think I gave you, I need to go back and look. I think it's the intro and the first chapter, which is really, really long. So it's a, it's a good a bit of the book. And um, after you download the free chapter, 
You could also grab a copy of it on that same website, trustbernadette.com, or um, it's also available on Kindle on in, at Amazon. So Okay, uh, so all of you who are listening today, you've gotten a lot of good advice from Bernadette, and she's going to give you a free intro and chapter to her book, trustbernadette.com forward slash blueprint dash chapter. It's where you can go to get it. The name of the book is Business Blueprint 2.0. If you just want to go out and get it on Amazon and dive right into it, you can do that too, or you can do both. So uh, thank you so much for all of your insights today. You've, you've Four things, but they are so key to building your business like a boss. We really appreciate you being here today, Bernadette. Thank you for the invitation. This was fun. Absolutely. And if you'd like to learn how to grow your business, you can go to our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.